Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com and you can find Warren Radio on Truth Social, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Getter, Tumblr, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers. Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. And do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post, The Law of Change and Bible Prophecy. The law of change affects everything that the Lord God created. Our God and Father and our Lord Jesus Christ stands unmovable amidst this change. Do not miss this post, Way of Truth, False Prophets, and Heresy heresies. It is a prophetic battle awakening to the truth. We look at the America today in its it's in trouble from the highest murder rates, political fights over more abortion, and endless immorality. And do not miss this post, prophetic winter of our discontent. We move from the pages of John Steinbeck's acclaimed novel, to the words of a Shakespeare play, and on to the current events in America. And do not miss this post on warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post, Advocacy, Persecuted Church, Iran, Sudan, Fulani Classic at Warren Radio. This is a classic Warren Radio episode. We cover the not-so-popular pandemics as persecution continues. And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. It's a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana Glenn Smith. The Rising details a takeover of America. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We continue the story of, a fo- of Mac, a former black ops sniper. He battles to survive the forces bent on destroying him and America. Having escaped death many times, can Mac save the United States? Find out by getting your copy of The Rising. Go to DanaGlinsmith.com where you'll find the book, links to the book, and you can also sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio Newsletter. So go to DanaGlinsmith.com. And now I welcome in the Watchman.
You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings, Dana. How are you doing tonight? Doing okay. Doing fine. How are you doing? Doing good. Thank you. Doing great, actually. It's good to be here. Well, here we are. And I'm wondering what happened to my summer. Every year. Yeah. We wonder. That's true. What happens to time? We do have a new article on Warren USA about time. It's called The Law of Change. Go on over to warren-usa.com or danaglinsmith.com and you'll find the full article. Look for Law of Change and you'll find it. You didn't know there was a Law of Change. Well, there is. Well, up front, we're in the power of faith over fear. And uh, today, the way things are worldwide, it's going to take the power of faith. Amen. But fear will kill it. Perfect love casts out all fear, which means you have to be born again. In order to have perfect love, you know, perfect love casts out all fear. And you have to be hooked up to the Lord and filled with his spirit to know that perfect love, which will enable you to remove that fear. At any rate, power of faith over fear. That was seen among the apostles and among the Apostle Paul and those who worked with him. In the Roman Empire, well, that was about like it is today. There's, there were wicked people, unreasonable individuals. And that's really the scripture. It does say unreasonable men. Unreasonable individuals, faithless people. That's where your trouble comes in. We see idols, political intrigue, and persecution occurring. There were those enemies of the gospel that followed Paul around trying to get the people to stop them from preaching the good news. Never had a society seen such a power of faith emanating, of course, from all the apostles, including Paul and those with him. And, you oh, know... Oh, I'd like to see that today. Oh, I would too. Love to see it. And some of the most famous writings is his church, to, his writings to 
Epicius, Colossa, Thessalonica, and to Timothy, among others. But in Thessalonica, he covered a lot of things, and he wanted them, in concluding the epistle, he said, Finally, brethren, pray for us. And so, he wanted them to pray that Paul and his group would be delivered from unreasonable, wicked men, for not all men have faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Amen. That's in the context of Second Thessalonians 3, 1 through 5. Amen. Thank the Lord. So when we talk about the power of faith over fear, there are those, and unbelievable as it seems, in America, there are unreasonable and wicked men and uh, wicked women and wicked they, them, and every other kind of pronoun you can think of, which they're going by today. And even some of the school districts say, that if you think you're a cat, that's okay. Now, Tower was telling me about this today. And I had heard about a lot of the other stuff. But apparently, if a kid thinks he's a dog or a cat, they can answer by woofing or meowing. And they have to carry their own cat litter. <laughs> a dog wouldn't have litter. They'll just go to the bathroom right, you know, in the hallway or maybe outside on the lawn. You see how stupid this is? Insane. And the reason they really believe this is because there's a spirit of filth in this country. Amen. And people are not taught the truth. And when you reject the love of the truth, which Paul says in Second Thessalonians 2, you are going to be sent a delusion. And you will believe that delusion, which is a lie, so that you may be damned for rejecting the love of the truth. So... The crux, of course, this is an article on warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. But, you know, it's about the power of faith over fear. And you're going to need the power of faith over fear trying to help these poor kids who have deluded teachers and deluded politicians... We are about as screwed up as you can get. Now, I really think we could get more screwed up, but there's sometimes oh, I, I wonder. Not. I hope not. And these these young kids, it's tragic. They're bound. They are. By a demonic spirit. They are. controlling them. It's tragic. And so, you know, over on warren-usa.com and danaglennsmith.com, you'll find in-depth biblical articles geared to today and we have been warning America about judgment to come warning America to repent 
and we continue to fall further away thinking that we're fine. And that is really, you know, what is going to happen in the entire world. They're going to be blinded. But I found this interesting when we looked at that unreasonable men that Paul wanted them to pray, you know, be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For all, not all men have faith. Well, you could put America right in that. You sure can. You know, we, you know, you know, we want our kids, our families, and us to be delivered from unreasonable, wicked men and women because not all men and women have faith. To put it bluntly, we have corruption, blindness, pride, and out-and-out stupidity. There's another little word called fool. You notice, you notice one thing? That none of them want to go by anything like the pronoun fool. It's all other things. The Bible has a lot to say about fools. Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own eyes. And what do we do? All these kids and their folly, we encourage them. Yeah. Very tragic. But it's not all about that. This points out in one section in Psalm 107. There's a phrase that's repeated over and over. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. So go on over to DanaGlennSmith.com, Warren-USA.com, and read about the power of faith, among other articles that are there, in-depth biblical articles that can help you out, give you direction. Now, you know, Tower, you and I knew during the pandemics and everything, especially when they started threatening that you had to have a COVID shot and they were going to put them in camps. Well, we found out today, I did, that New York is one of those who are going to have COVID camps again if you won't take the shot. Are you serious? Oh, um, my goodness. I'm serious. And see, the thing of it is, who has come out and said that the COVID shots and everything that we talked was wrong? Yeah, so what is New York doing that for? Well, they're expecting a new batch. Matter of fact, this uh, there's another batch, and this is the one that hit the gay community. Monkeypox. Oh, yes, yes. They have inoculated 430,000. Really? With wow. the monkeypox thing. But see, the whole thing is control. And they they use fear to get people to do that, to get the vaccinations. They use fear. I know, um, I talked to people, the reason they got it was because they were afraid of getting COVID. It was, they felt that it was 
such a bad thing. It scared them. And they thought getting the vaccination would save them somehow. Well, you know, there's a lot of kids that got it. There's a lot of kids dropping dead. They're too young to drop dead. A lot of athletes got it, and they dropped dead. There, there's a big significant uh, thing about kids dying now. Yes. And that's because of the shots they took. And uh, CNN ran an article some time ago about the biometric mark of the beast. And, of course, beings as were uh, bring up a lot of prophetic things. And we've warned America about what's to come. None of this is surprising. What is surprising is the fact that all the signs point that it's closer than people think it is. Well, I believe that, too. So, it's not really out of the mannerisms of all these governments to want to control their people. So Pakistan's, now this is according to CBN, Interior Minister is warning any outspoken critics of the current government could find their biometric identity cards blocked and they won't be able to get into their bank accounts. Now see, back in 1999, actually before that in the 90s, there was a guy by the name of Strobe Talbot. Now, I wrote articles, and I spoke about him long, long, long time ago. And Strobe Talbot basically said, you're going to have a new world order, whether you like it or not. And we're going to tell you what to do, what to eat, when to eat it. And if you do not obey us, we will just flip a little switch. And you won't have access to your bank accounts. So while everybody thinks the internet's a good thing mm-hmm. and think that they're the government now see remember the internet was originally uh, a government thing that they had to talk to one another and then they opened it up uh, worldwide and became really popular and everybody loved it and everybody has smartphones with it on it all the banks are on it so now it's easy today to block off everything. You can have nothing tomorrow if they don't like what you say. Now that is really going to be fulfilled when the beast, uh, Revelation, you can read about it in Revelation 13. You can read about the destruction of everything. Revelation uh, 18, Revelation 17 tells you a little bit more. So you can look those things up. But there is going to be controls. And so I find it interesting that at the very time of the pandemic, you know, Canada was doing that. And we also had the fact that California, Newsom tried it. He even stopped churches. The churches actually went to court and they got a big settlement out of California. There's quite a few people because America still has our constitution and a judicial system. Now, see, the Democrats, among others, including major outside funding forces like Soros, want 
to take away all your freedoms, remove your constitution, take away anything that would stop them from controlling everything you do. And that will come in its fullness with the beast. Period. So, CBN writing about the biometric mark. Well, guess what? That's news from CBN, but it's not news to us. Nope. It, something we've known about, warned about, talked about. A lot of you out there know that as well. That's right. So it's time to wake up, shake off the slumber, and if you haven't repented, you need to repent. That's the way it works. You don't want to repent, well, you know, take it up with the Lord. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's it. Read Revelation 22. That's a good starter. Go to 1 John 1. First go to John chapter 1. You need to receive him. Read in there about how he went to his own and they received him not. But whoever received him, to them gave he power to become the son of God. Read in Revelation, I mean in uh, John 3, where you must be born again of the spirit. Read in Romans 3 through 7 about repentance of sin, confession of sin. And read in 1 John 1 about walking in the light as Christ is in the light, where you have fellowship one with another, and his blood will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. It's about relationship. And so check it out, read it, and you need to wake up. Shake off the slumber. Because if you think that all this Internet is here just so you can be tutti-frutti, you're nuts. And play games. Yeah, that's not what the Internet's about. The Internet is about control. And they will control you. They will control your bank account, your money, your food, your water, your your shelter, your life. And if you don't want it, then you will starve to death or die. But see, as Christians, we are not going to take the mark. And there's a bunch of other theological things that get in the way for Christians because they have different views on when the rapture is and when they're not going to be here. But I got news for you, Christians. You're not going yet. So keep the faith. When it is time, Christ will come. And we look so forward to that. We do. Especially as the days get more evil and wicked. Yep. And are you ready for yours? Yes. This story is Finding the Grace of God Amidst Failure. And this story comes to us from GodReports.com. And this is part one, titled Failure. The Holy Spirit prompted Rick Palma, a sophomore in high school in Guam, to witness to one of his buddies at school. But the friend was talking and the bell rang, so Rick went to class. At the end of the day, there was no sign of the friend. The next day, no sign, nor the next. Three days later, the teacher broke the terrible news to the class. 
That student the Holy Spirit wanted Rick to witness to had taken his own life. Rick said, it shook me. I felt the Spirit of God just leave me. And the unsettling tragedy was not the only brush with suicide for Rick Palma, who felt profoundly enmeshed by failure for much of his life due to his own shortcomings and the stalking of the Grim, Grim Reaper. Rick Palma is a Polynesian born in Guam. His family got saved in a church, and he loved witnessing for God. It seemed he had a direct connection of communication with God, and whoever God told him to witness to, he carried out with great success until he missed his friend at school. There was nothing I could do at that point. I couldn't pray because I felt such a failure in my life. This is Rick admitting. It shocked me to my core so bad that I started backing away from the things of God. His blood was on my hands. I couldn't face myself to go back to God and say, God, I failed you. It was that one moment that I let slip that weighed me down. I carried that as such a burden. I ended up backing away from the church. And not only did Rick miss opportunities for street preaching, he found ways to schedule work and miss church. The young men invited him, and he would simply run in the other direction. And he said a lot of girls would invite the guys to the Bible study at school. I would go hide in the bathroom until it was over. Failure can really bog you down when you attach that to your life. And after high school, he moved to the United States to stay with relatives. The initial plan to study got lost as he made friends who got him into hip-hop, drugs, and fornication. One day at work, God prompted him to witness to a co-worker. I want, I want you to tell him about me. Rick wavered. He was in sin, and according to his theology, God doesn't talk to sinners. So he balked at talking to the co-worker. I was doing heavy drugs, so I thought there's no way God could be talking to a sinner like me. So I ignored it, and the next day they had a meeting at work. This same young man had taken his own life. Was God trying to call me back, Rick wondered, but, he still, but still he was in bondage to sensual gratifications. And that is part one. Quite a story. It is. I think we've all had moments of failure in our lives that we can relate to. Yeah. So at any rate, part two will be coming up. We are talking about Nigeria again. This is about enforcing Sharia. Oh, I hate that. In the Kano state, they have a high court there. And uh, it's there that the Sharia court system has the power to hand down death sentences in blasphemy cases. And the decision that they make, of course, is... What can be tried in a Sharia court and the outcomes. Now, there's the case of a singer. 
His last name is Sharif. He had been sentenced to death on accusations of blasphemy. Now, of course, if you're a singer, you sing things. If you're a Christian, you'll sing praises to God. That's right. But a series of his audio recordings became public. And it appeared that he elevated an imam above the Muslim prophet Muhammad. So this Sharia court found him guilty of blasphemy and sentenced him to death. Oh, man. Meanwhile, they didn't allow him legal representation. That works out real well, yeah, don't it? Yeah, for them. Yes. And uh, the secular court then said that the Sharia court had to retry his case. Now, see, remember, there's the Sharia court. This is in Nigeria. They've got the same thing. Matter of fact, they got Sharia courts in Canada that handle certain things. And they want to do this in America. Been wanting to for a long time. Yes, they have. <clears throat> Pakistan has these courts. There's a lot of these courts around where you find the Muslims. And so, because the court had ruled that, he was able to have a fair trial. But the order became a green light by the secular court of the Sharia court's authority to try these kind of cases and impose sentences. You know, we always find this overseas. We find this a lot. And they use Sharia law as a means of persecuting religious minorities. Now this is changing somewhat. Because we have new news and it is not going to be made available, I think, until next week. But it came out of a Supreme Court, secular Supreme Court, Supreme Court of the country, and this other case. Now, see, in this case... You have this issue where Christians, wherever they're at, can easily be accused of blasphemy. Many times used personal by the Muslims to get rid of the Christians on purpose. Now what this other ruling does, which we're going to take up next week... Good Lord willing and the crick don't rise. The other ruling that they just recently announced came out of a justice 
in a high court, the highest court of the land of a Muslim country. And he pointed out that Muslims need to stop using blasphemy as a means to get even. So they're going to start looking at all this. Good. Well, this kid wasn't even a Christian or isn't even a Christian. Well, see, you know, and that's the thing. But the majority of them that get in trouble is that Christians get in trouble, you know. So, for this kid, the court ruled that they're going to send it, the, the sh- you know, back to the Sharia court. That's a bad thing. Now, see, the, the, the secular high court is based on secular Nigerian penal code. The other one is Sharia law, two different things. Now, see, if you get up in Canada, they've got the parliamentary law up there. And so the Sharia court doesn't have the power to overthrow the parliamentary law. So they can't just do what they want. But see, this has to be addressed whether, you know, it's just somebody that, like this young kid who did something wrong, and he's facing death for it. Yeah. I like that, uh, what Frederick Davy said earlier this year. He's uh, with the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom. He called on the High Court, high court to re- release Sharif immediately. And he said, convicting this man of, on blasphemy charges for expressing his beliefs is reprehensible. And sentencing him to death for such actions is absurd. He does not deserve to be detained for two years, let alone sentenced to death. And see, this is how screwed up this can get. Yeah, it's corrupt. But see, this other case that I'm talking about, this high court justice, you know, and this is going out on a limb. He stood it and he said, you can't do that. If you are a Muslim, an imam, whatever, you got to be careful about declaring blasphemy and uh-huh. making sure you're not doing what normally happens, and that is getting even with people, especially Christians. We have this happen all the time. Anybody that covers this stuff knows it's one of the major reasons Christians are entrapped. That's true. And so, now let's see that one. Let me go back. That was International Christian Concern on Sharif. 
Now this next one is from Barnabas Fund. And in this one, the Supreme Court. Now see, this is not a Sharia court. This is a Supreme Court. They grant bail to three Pakistani Christians charged with blasphemy. See how this goes? You got three of them. Now see, sanitary worker Salmat had been bailed on August 23rd. He was arrested in February of 2021. So he had been in jail for a long time. Yeah. And he, along with Haroon, was accused by four Muslim college students of ridiculing Islam when preaching Christianity to them. And then there was another one, Patras. He was 18, and he was accused of blasphemy. And uh, they had a booklet related to the Bible. And uh, it contained no material that any religion could deem sacrilegious, as claimed by the Muslim students. You know, I mean, if you have a typical tract, for instance, that you're giving out, or a little Gospel of John, there is absolutely nothing in that except the Gospel. And this is really the crux of the whole thing, is that these people grow up thinking that they can just say, blasphemy, everything's blasphemy. If they don't like you or you look at them cross-eyed or something. That's right. And so, and they admit it that the justice said there is already a lot of division in the society in the name of religion. Don't create more. Good for him. And so there are these things that are going on. And... Uh, and one of the points they make, again, is that the blasphemy laws in Pakistan are often used to make false accusations in order to settle personal grudges. And simply stating of Christian's belief can be construed as blasphemy. That's and, so ridiculous. Well, I've said that for years. You know, what we believe we believe there is one true God and only one Savior between God and man, and that is Yahshua, Jesus Christ. Amen. And that is the truth, whether you want to call it blasphemy or not. It is the truth, and that's it. And see, so you're going to have a battle over these things. You know, now when I was raised... There was two things you never talked about in public, ever. One was politics, and the other was what? Religion. That's the way it was. And if you see how much trouble we get into, especially with the politics today, that's all we do. If you get on social media anywhere, 90% of the time it's politics, Tara Tower. That's true. 
So at any rate, we're going to leave off those blasphemy and pray for the brethren over there. Yes, amen. And I do pray that that these countries are able to have a real true justice and not just try to kill Christians. You know. Oh, I know. It's sad. Yeah. So at any rate, um, you ready? Yes, this is part two of Finding the Grace of God. And it's titled Healing. It wasn't until his girlfriend took his daughter and left him that Rick hit rock bottom. For one whole week, I couldn't eat, I couldn't drink. I was so stressed out, I lost 24 pounds in one week. I was spiraling out of control. His work tried hard to get him therapy, but his family members and friends didn't want to talk to him. One night he went to his car with the resolve to take his own life. No one would take my call. I couldn't reach out to my daughter, Rick says. I knew I had nothing left. I was weeping in my car. I had these pills and poured the whole thing into my hand. This is the last straw. I'm done. Just then a text fell on his phone, which was strange because he normally didn't have good reception at that spot. All of a sudden, he had four full bars. He didn't recognize the number by the Guam country code. Hey, Rick, how are you doing? The text read. I didn't know who it was, but when I got, but when I called, it turned out to be my brother, he relates. I hadn't talked to him for over two and a half years. And Rick talked the typical baloney about being fine. Hey, Rick, look, tell me the truth. His brother somehow knew he was lying. Tell me what's been going on in your life. And Rick started breaking down and telling him what was going on. And he didn't, um, he didn't want Jesus. He wanted his family back. You need to give God a chance, his brother told him. I don't think God is looking at me anymore, Rick replied. Soon he got hooked up with Pastor Steve Ghana in Georgetown in Austin. In his first service, he felt God impress on his heart, I'm calling you to preach, but I want to build you first. Or want you to build first. Rick rededicated his life to Christ and started serving the Lord. Just as when he was in Guam, Rick began street preaching fervently again, and the church grew from a few to a big group. He struggled with trying to see his daughter through the legal system. Then he fell into fornication with his new girlfriend, whom he eventually he married. But because of their sin, they got removed from the church for many months. What failure does is it makes you think that you're going to be a failure every time, Rick says. It's going to keep taking place in your life. This is just who you are. When failure is there in your heart, you don't feel like you... You feel like you can't move forward or it's a burden that you have to deal with. Me, I'm always picturing the blood on my hands. While he was out of the church, one of his best friends from church passed away and Rick didn't even know about it. The friend's wife began reaching out to Rick and she ended up telling me, Rick says, that God still loves me. He called the pastor and got invited back to church. 
Eventually he felt God again and responded to the call. I surrendered my life, he says. On fire for God, he made a straight line through the through life towards ministry. He launched a Bible study in Bastrop, Texas, and today he is pastoring a startup church in Hawaii. After all the failures that I did, God was still speaking to my heart, Rick recalls. What was meant for bad, God turns to good. So that's a good story. I'm glad he was successful in turning his life around through Christ. Well, you know, it is a good story. And it highlights that God can bring you through struggles. Amen. And so that's, you know, after all, what is life? It's struggles. It is. It sure is. So, let me move this. I think it's in the wrong place. Yeah, it is. And I have something from Voter in Georgia. Because we are going to be voting this year and because predominantly Democrats cheated you know there are people watching the elections so there was a team many of them from uh, voter Georgia who were volunteers And they presented the election division where they have all the voter registration. 37,500 sworn and notable affidavits. And they were invalid. Wow. And of course, in Georgia, the the vote margin in the presidential contest was 11,779, but they found a great number more that were ineligible. That's crazy. And they found that 15%, nearly that, of all voters in this Gwinnett County, their entries had invalid addresses. Which, you know, someone could have picked their name and just put an address to it. Right. They had duplicate voter IDs for the same voter. Election votes cast by voters in other counties. And voters who cast votes without being listed on any Georgia voting roll. Now, see, this is the issue that you have. And and the Democrats don't care. Nope. As long as they win the election. Yeah. And see, this is the problem you have. Because that's why Biden, and that's also why Barack Obama did it. 
allow everybody across the border because they're expecting them to vote for them. But, you know, the, you know what we should have is same-day voting with voter ID, period. That's right. So what this means, simply, that I take time out for, is that if you continue to cheat, and you could possibly win and get away with it, but in the end, America is going to lose. And you will suffer the consequences for your lies, your cheating. So it's important to be honest in elections. And I know where we're at. When it's election day, we go vote. We get done voting. We have the ballot in our hand. We put it in the machine personally. We don't go vote twice. We vote once. And that's what I expect other eligible voters to do. They know where we live. They know what our names are. We're verified. And we have picture IDs. Yeah. So at any rate, and we are hearing more and more all the time about the cheating from the 2020. And you're not going to bring back anything from 2020. And there seems to be uh, a real lack of prosecution prosecutor success in bringing lying, cheating Democrats to the forefront. Because we got them. I mean, if we could just have an honest election without y'all cheating like a bunch of frickin' crooks, it would be different. And don't tell me you don't cheat because we know you do. It's just like all the false stuff you charged Trump with and you never went through. It's just like all the banning that you managed to work with the tech industry to get them to ban people. We used to have videos, uh, you know, a video of this show up on YouTube. We had a whole bunch of them. But they started banning them a long time ago. But the thing of it is, I quit really caring what YouTube did about 10 years before they started banning me. Because I had already taken everything off and I had another company where the our shows were on and they just went ahead and sent them to YouTube. Well, I don't do nothing with YouTube now. But, you see, that's what happens when you get some punk working for YouTube that listens to your content and don't like it, so he just bans you because he doesn't think you have a right. And even though I didn't trust YouTube, why did they have to prove me correct? Why they, you know, couldn't, of just stop being like the other 
protects and being corrupt. It's too bad. It is. And that's America today. And it's an America I don't like. And it's an America that today we are fighting and hoping we can find common ground to heal this country. Because the house divided against itself will not stand. Amen. But you know, the thing of it is, many of them don't care. Tower. That's right. It's sad. And that's why we need to clean up the elections. I hope that we're able to do that this year. I mean, it would be nice. But that's the way it is. And so, we talked about the power of faith over fear today. We talked about the biometric mark. You need to remember that. We had a good story on finding the grace of God, which we all need. Amen. We talked about the way Nigeria enforces Sharia law. We talked about Pakistan's blasphemy. And they are working on that. There's, you know, some of these countries are trying to get this thing taken care of. I hope they do. Me too. This show is what we call Advocacy for the Persecuted Church. And we bring you stories that we run across. We tell you who it is these stories are from. And we also tell you, you need to pray for the persecuted church and help those ministries with boots on the ground overseas. We don't use any of this to fund ourselves. We openly tell you to go donate to these other places. Anybody that donates to us can do it on our sites later on. We don't even get into that. Haven't for years. Because we're not here from your money. We're here to tell you about the Lord God and His Son. What's coming and how to prepare. And we tell you about the persecuted church. We write in-depth articles and have in-depth biblical teachings like our Isaiah series and the ones we do on Friday. So check all these things out. Go to warn-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Now you know that's why we're here, Tower. That's right. We want to get the Word of God out. To as many as we'll hear around the world. And we're going to have to close, so go ahead and finish. Okay, good night, everybody. Thank you for joining us. We love you. We hope the best for you in Christ Jesus. In all your troubles and in all your good times, look to the Lord and bless Him. He's with you. He cares about every little detail in your life. And He's there for you. 
Okay, we love you. Pray for your brethren around the world. Pray for us as we pray for you. And I hope you have a wonderful evening and a good week ahead. Good night, everybody. And don't forget to go to warren-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. Also, check out my new book, The Rising. Tower told you a little bit about it, but it's a very prophetic, biblical, in-depth, and it's uh, a Christian fiction. And it'll take you through events. And uh, this book was... <clears throat> the plot and a majority of it was finished before the pandemic set in. But there are some secrets in it, some biblical prophetic secrets. It's a good story, biblical based. Check out The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Available where you find books just about anywhere. It's on Life Rich Publishing, it's on Amazon. Barnes & Noble, many, many, many others around the world as well. You can also go to our website at danaglinsmith.com and you'll, you'll see all the links there. And find our book page there and you will be able to find even more links uh, to the book worldwide. So until next week, take care of yourself. I pray that you and your family are safe. Pray that this country will repent. Pray that the division will be stopped. But we have a lot of pride. And we have a lot of wickedness that people don't want to repent of. And I can tell you, that is not good. So I suggest you pray. Or you may not have a country left. Good night, everybody. Till next time, shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.